0: The American Dairy Association, the nation's dairy farmers present the Bob Hope Show, transcribed direct from Hollywood with Les Brown and his band of renown. For the American Dairy Association, whose dairy farmers produce the world's finest family of delicious, healthful foods, yours truly, Bill Goodwin. Our singing star, Margaret Whiting. Our special guest, Grace Kelly. And here he is, Bob Hope.
1: Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Here I am again for the American Dairy Association, whose 10 million cows bring you 40 million gallons of milk day after day. Milk is one thing that keeps going on and on. You can't interrupt it even by yelling "Point of order."
2: <laughs>
1: I was in Washington last week, but nobody noticed me. I, I was wanted to see the gentleman. Had a few words with him about taxes. He had two for me. paid them. <laughs> While I was back there I took in the Kentucky Derby And vice versa <laughs>
2: That's why I was so late Getting
1: back Hitchhiking isn't What it used to be
2: <laughs>
1: But they were very nice To the losers this year As you left the track There was a bus waiting To take you to Strike It Rich
2: <laughs> A California
1: horse Won the Derby And she not only Got the prize money But something Every American Philly Dreams about A date with Trigger
2: Laughter And you could tell it was a
1: California horse. It was the only one in the race wearing dark blinkers, a sunsuit, open-toed shoes, and galoshes. <laughs> I had a wonderful trip. I always enjoy seeing my old friends in Cleveland. The nice thing about my old friends is they never ask me for any of my money. They just want theirs back.
2: <laughs> and I made a
1: personal appearance with the picture Casanova's Big Night in Milwaukee, the beer town. I'm always nervous in Milwaukee. You never know whether the audiences are applauding or burping. <laughs> I wasn't happy with the way the theater advertised the picture. There was a big sign that said, Casanova's Big Night starring Bob Hope bowling in the basement. What'll you have?
2: <laughs> and I went to see the
1: Cleveland Indians play ball. I'm tremendously interested in the team, but I didn't get to see much of what went on. I intended the game as Jack Benny's guest, and we took turns looking through the knot hole.
2: <laughs>
1: Jack Benny, that's the Howard Hughes of the gay 90s.
2: <laughs> I
1: shouldn't say that Because I'm going to appear On Jack's next TV show He does a show Every three weeks He has to allow Three weeks between shows It takes the guest stars That long to read All the clauses In the contract (laughs) But I had a nice trip You know I travel so much That my wife Dolores Still doesn't know What I do for a living She thinks I'm a guide On welcome travelers (laughs) It was a strenuous trip So when I got back I dropped in At my doctor's For a check He's been dropping in At my place All winter for one (laughs) The man I go to happens to be a famous baby doctor. And when I guess he's absent-minded, he patted me around the waist, and he said, come back in two weeks and don't do any lifting or bending. (laughs) I asked the doctor to listen to my heart. I don't know how the beat sounded, but he listened for a moment. Then he called three other doctors and some nurses in, and they started a mamba session. After the examination I said, what shape am I in? How long have I got, Doc? He said, well, let's put it this way Instead of my sending you a bill, from now on you pay cash (laughs) No, but the weather's been so beautiful here This afternoon I went on a picnic with the members of the cast Les Brown brought his musicians along That was a mistake You know, when you take musicians outdoors, the sun blinds them
2: (laughs) And if it doesn't, they bring
1: along something that will No, these guys were so happy, I got suspicious. I couldn't figure out where they were getting this stuff until I noticed that the trombone had three valves and a faucet. (laughs) But the musicians found a part of the woods where the trees were all exactly the same size. They were so excited about it, I didn't have the heart to tell them they wanted into a drive-in theater.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then the newsreel started
1: showing President Eisenhower and the trumpet player began to cry. What a cool president, he sobbed. Imagine him taking time out from all his work just to come to our picnic.
2: (laughs) And the bass player said,
1: Not only that, but coming all the way from Washington, man, that cat really tiptoes around. at bill goodman looks like a picture of a happy family seated around the dinner table
0: plenty of the good things of life represented there bob especially that big picture of cold milk at the end of the table drinking milk is a mighty good habit for good living and now during milk festival time families all across the nation are climbing on the bandwagon celebrating a festival of energy and good eating with plenty of milk it's great to have the relaxed comfortable satisfied feeling of well-being which milk supplies and a hearty breakfast that includes milk or cream and some kind of cereal helps send your husband to work fortified against the tensions of modern living. Helps to give your youngsters some of the energy they need, plus a big share of important vitamins, calcium, and proteins. Smart homemakers know all sorts of ways to serve extra milk in cooking, at snack time and mealtime. Just remember that milk tastes best when it's kept right, kept clean, covered, and cold, and poured fresh and bubbling from a pitcher. Help your family stay a happy family. Climb on the bandwagon and help celebrate the milk festival. The milk habit is a good habit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you may not realize it, but a great amount of research goes into the preparation of our show, and frankly, I didn't realize it myself till this morning. When I arrived at the studio for rehearsal, I found Bob deep in the encyclopedia. The encyclopedia? What's
1: all this, Bob? Hey, this is a fascinating book, Bill. For instance, did you know that the aardvark is a prehistoric amphibious mammal found only in the lower base of the Zambezi River during the rainy season? No. Did you know that the uh, ptarmigan grows white feathers in order to make itself invisible to its enemies? No. Did you know that the mating season of the African titi fly lasts 11 months out of the year? Well, heavens to King Farouk.
2: No.
1: head down <laughs> Relax, boy He's been impossible to deal with Since he got his face In the cover of Plumber's
2: Guide <laughs> hey,
0: why, why are you reading up On wildlife, Bob? Just from curiosity Or are you going to be The mystery guest On Zoo Parade?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, Willie I'm boning
1: up on Africa Because Grace Kelly Is on our show tonight And she made Magambo over there I always find out what our guest stars are interested in so I can hold a conversation with them. You do? Yeah, for example, when we had Ann Baxter on the show, I read up on painting because that's her big interest. When we had Humphrey Bogart, I spent a week in Alcatraz. And when we had...
2: <laughs>
1: and then when we had Zsa Zsa
0: Gabor... Yes?
2: <laughs> yes? You
0: know, the
1: research is more fun than the show. <laughs>
0: Well, we better get on with rehearsal. Uh, What's Les Brown going to play? I'll find out. Say, Les, do your boys know any African music? Only Moonlight on the Ganges. Moonlight on
1: the Ganges? Les, the Ganges River isn't in Africa at all. It isn't? Of course not. What country is it in? Okay, play Moonlight on the Ganges.
0: (laughs) Here's Grace Kelly now, Bob. Well, hello.
2: Hello.
1: I hope I'm not late No, we're just starting rehearsal Oh, that's
3: fine What do we rehearse?
1: Well, at the beginning of the show, Grace I usually ask the guest star What picture they'd like to mention It gives me an excuse to mention my picture Casanova's Big Night Now playing at your neighborhood theater
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is it all right if I mention a picture, Bob?
1: Well, just briefly What picture is it?
3: Well, I work at MGM And they've made a wonderful movie Executive Suite. Starring William Holden, June Allison, Frederick March, Barbara Stanwyck, Walter Pigeon, Shelley Winters, Paul Douglas, Nina Fosh, Louis Calhern, Tim Considine, William Phipps, Lucille Knopf, Ed Staley, Mary Adams, Virginia Brizak, and Harry Shannon.
1: That takes care of the phone book. Who's in the picture?
2: <laughs>
3: well, what am I going to do on your radio show tonight, Bob?
1: Well, since you got your break in Mogambo, Grace, I thought we'd do something about Africa.
3: Oh, that'd be swell, Bob. I have many vivid memories of my stay over there.
1: Oh, I know quite a bit about the country myself, Grace. For instance, take the uh, brontosaurus. The what? Uh, The brontosaurus. He's extinct now. Few people know it, but the brontosaurus was 70 feet long, 16 feet tall, and weighed 35 tons.
3: He weighed 35 tons? Yeah,
1: that's why he became extinct. His feet were killing him. (laughs) Yeah, and he had the bad luck to be born three thousand years before Dr. Show's foot pads. You know that? (laughs) But you know, Grace, despite his enormous bulk, the Brontosaurus had a brain the size of a pea. Well,
3: how about that? That's true, Grace.
1: Can you imagine anything living with a brain the size of a pea?
3: I know people who get by with less.
1: Let's not drag Crosby into this. Now, how, uh, how long were you in Africa, Grace? Oh,
3: several months, Bob. You ought to visit Africa sometime. I
1: promise myself, Grace. I'm going over there next year.
3: They have such strange customs. Some of the wealthy chiefs actually buy wives by the dozen.
1: Second thought, I may go this year. <laughs> Do they take green stamps?
3: Some of the native chieftains have as many as 500 wives.
1: So I hear their towels are marked his, hers, and...
3: Bob, when you telephoned me yesterday, you told me to recall my most interesting experience in Africa, and we would do it on the show tonight.
1: That's right, Grace. What's it about?
3: Well, I'm one of the few women who has ever organized a safari and gone into the jungle. Of course, I I couldn't have done it without the help of a wonderful man I met in Mombasa, a jungle hunter and safari leader of great understanding and wisdom.
1: I'll play that part. (laughs) Sounds like a perfect description to me.
3: (laughs) He was tall, dashing, debonair. That's me. Handsome as a Greek god. That's me. And yet, when an emergency arose, he turned out to be a complete coward.
1: (laughs) You don't have to spell out my whole name. (laughs) Let's get into it. Give us some music, Les.
3: My story starts in Mombasa, an African town where safaris are organized to go into the jungle. A safari leader had been recommended to me and I walked through the dusty, sun-baked streets till I found his bungalow. A sign on it said, Jungle hunter, safari leader, guns rented and repaired, expeditions arranged through Maasai warrior country and Zulu territory, Bok beer on draft. (laughs) I walked up on the veranda and knocked at the door. Come in. I'll never forget the first time I saw Hunter Hope. (laughs) I knew at once he was a hunter. Mm
2: -hmm. He had the
3: head of a lion, the face of a tiger, and the beak of an eagle. (laughs) This house was filled with trophies, animal heads, grotesque native masks. And he was sitting on a leopard skin on the floor, dipping the tips of arrows into a pot of poison. I said, you are Hunter Hope?
1: That's right, I'm Hunter Hope, better known as Buona Devil. (laughs) What can I do for you?
3: I need a leader to take a safari into the jungle.
1: A safari into the jungle at this time of the year? What part of the jungle?
3: The Zambezi River Basin. (whistles) Bad, huh?
1: Very bad. Are you going on the safari, too?
3: Yes. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Just what you think it means.
3: I'm going on safari, but don't get any ideas.
1: I don't have to. I've had them all along. Why do you want to go into Nyasaland anyway?
3: To find someone. Who? My Uncle Jeffrey. He disappeared into the jungle and was never heard from again. When was that? September 1927.
1: And what makes you think he's lost?
3: <laughs>
1: well,
2: we...
3: <laughs> Will you take the job and lead my safari? Just answer yes or no.
1: The answer is no. You outlanders won't take advice. You'll waste human lives to do things your own way. Get someone else to lead your safari. I won't do it. But I'll probably lead the next safari, the one that <laughs> brings out your bones.
3: Well, if you feel that way... Don't apart... interrupt.
1: You asked for this, so let me finish what I've got to say. You don't know what the jungle is—the quicksand, snakes, lions, the heat. If I led this safari night after night, we'd be stuck out there, you and I alone, and you and I alone, and you and I alone. The, and I alone? <laughs> How long do you think we'd be gone? Huh?
2: <laughs> and here is the
1: Capitol Record favorite, assisted by Les Brown, Miss Maggie Whiting singing, "Make Love to Me." Come in, Maggie.
4: Take me in your arms and never let me go Whisper to me softly while the moon is low Hold me close and tell me what I want to know Say it to me gently, let that sweet talk flow
2: Come
4: a little closer, make love to me Once again, before we say good night, take me in your loving arms and squeeze me
2: tight. Put
4: me in the mood so I can dream all night. Everybody's sleeping, so it's quiet. all right. Come a little closer, make love. Everything about you is so doggone sweet. Every time we kiss you, make my life complete. Baby doll, you know you swept me off my feet. Well, now's the time to tell you, make love to me. Till your are
2: When I'm in your
4: arms You give my heart a treat Everything about you Is so doggone sweet Every time we kiss you Make my life complete Baby doll You know you swept me off my feet Well now's the time To tell you May
1: What's this you're handing me, Bill Goodwin? That, Rob, is a brown cow. Looks like chocolate milk to
0: me, one of my favorites. Chocolate milk beaten up with a little malt powder and a dash of vanilla. You can even add a ripe banana if you like. This is just one of the many fascinating flavored milk drinks that your family may appreciate now during the nation's milk festival. So many mothers mix chocolate milk at home with cool whole milk and chocolate syrup. That way they're furnishing double energy value to active youngsters. There's no limit to the variety of flavored milk drinks you can prepare with natural fruits and flavors, and every one is an exciting variation of the pure, whole milk which folks naturally love. Be sure you always serve milk very cold and see how it tastes even better when you pour it foaming from a pitcher. Include fig cookies or graham crackers when milk is a snack time treat. Be sure you've enough for seconds at mealtime. Drink at least three glasses of milk every day. Youngsters, four glasses. Let's all join in to celebrate the milk festival. And now, continuing our story, let's return to Africa and the town of Mombasa. Grace Kelly has appealed to the jungle hunter to lead her safari. She is awaiting his decision.
1: It was a difficult decision to make. It would be madness to lead an expedition into the Zambezi country. It was deep in the interior, fever-ridden, and the natives there still practiced head-shrinking. If they took a dislike to someone, they shriveled his head to the size of a kumquat. (laughs) One jungle hunter had wandered into their territory, and when he came back, from the neck up, all he had was a doorknob. (laughs) All my instincts told me to skip this trip, but I couldn't get the beautiful American out of my mind. That blonde, silken hair... Those deep blue eyes, that gorgeous, shapely figure. And to top it off, she was a girl.
3: (laughs) Well, have you made up your mind? Will you lead my safari to Zambezi?
1: Well, I've thought of one route that might get us through. Look at this map on the wall. Now, we go from Saki to Bangasi here, through the valley of the Ruanzori into Uganda, cross here through the Cameroons, then down into Rhodesia by way of Bukama, Masumba... Pretoria, Matadi, Bameko, Kalwisi, Usumbre, Segu, Katiola, and Atanga.
2: <laughs> you
1: better go on by yourself. I'm pooped. <laughs> we went to the office of the district commissioner of police.
3: I'd like to leave as soon as possible, Commissioner.
2: I think that can be arranged.
3: <laughs> I'm sure I'll be perfectly safe on my trip. For my safari leader, I've hired this gentleman here, Buana Hope.
2: Oh no.
3: <laughs> Not Buana Hope. I've heard Buana Hope is a very good jungle hunter. Are
1: you kidding? This man doesn't even know how to handle a gun. He shot so many of his own toes off, he's the only guide in Africa who wears children-sized shoes. <laughs>
3: Oh, you're exaggerating. Oh,
2: no, I'm not. Every time Buana Hope starts out on a hunting trip, Band Aid Stock
1: jumps 12 points.
2: <laughs> Look,
1: we just came here for a travel permit. Do we get it or not?
3: Oh, I'm sure Buana Hope will be a satisfactory leader, Commissioner. You don't
1: know him like we do. He's the worst guide in Africa. Each time he takes out a safari, the same thing happens. What's that? The minute he gets past the last mobile gas station, he's hopelessly lost. <laughs> jungle guide. Ha! He couldn't find his way out of Carmen Miranda's hat. <laughs> Don't worry about my safari. I'm going to ford the Zanga River, then cut straight across the jungle, knocking over a few lions and tigers on the way. Then I'll head directly for Mozambique, if I have to cut my way through the whole Maasai and Zulu tribe single-handed. Oh, that will be jolly. <laughs> And one more thing. What's that? When you pass Mount Kilimanjaro, say hello to Eva
2: Gardner. <laughs>
1: Quiet, or I'll bend your picture of Liberace.
2: <laughs> well, uh, goodbye, Miss Kelly. Goodbye,
3: Goodbye, Commissioner. <laughs>
1: started the next morning from Mombasa. By noon, we were in dense jungle. Parakeets flew overhead. Monkeys scolded us from the branches. Wild animals peered at us from the underbrush. Those Holsteins can get pretty mean, you know.
2: Our safari pressed on. Bell
1: sisters are lost. (laughs) I knew... (laughs) I knew the American girl was nervous, so I stayed close to her.
3: Look, a huge lion.
1: Steady. When a lion growls like that, he doesn't mean any trouble. But when he roars, that's when the cowards climb the trees. You know, you can see all over from up here.
3: That night we camped, and beyond the light of the campfire, the jungle was a wall of black around us. I tried to get acquainted with the tall, leather-faced hunter of Hope. Nice sitting here together, isn't it?
1: Sure is, ma'am.
3: You like the jungle, don't you?
1: It ain't bad. But. We originally had Tennessee Ernie for this part. <laughs>
2: but.
3: But how can you stand such a lonely life? You don't have a girlfriend. You don't even know what day it is out here.
1: I've got a calendar that answers both your questions.
2: <laughs>
1: he was very handsome sitting there. I
3: tried to get him to kiss me. You know you're very handsome.
1: Think
2: so?
3: (laughs) Come over here, closer to me. Well? Closer? Now, take my lips.
1: Oh, are they detachable? You know you're a
3: strange man. Why do you brood so much?
1: Well, I can't help it. Danger lurks everywhere. You never know when you'll be clawed by a tiger or eaten by cannibals or sink in the quicksand or die of jungle fever.
3: Well, then why do you stay here? I
1: only have to stay here eight more months.
3: Then what happens?
1: I report back to Art Linkletter on people are funny.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to bed. Good night. There's only one tent. That's right. Who sleeps in the tent?
1: Well, you're a woman. Your skin is tender. You're not used to the jungle at night. I'm an old hand here in Africa. Nothing bothers me. So under the circumstances... Yes? We'll toss for it. (laughs) The days went by. We trekked on and on, deeper and deeper into the jungle. Our progress was slow. We were held up by crocodile-infested rivers, herds of buffalo, and masses of rhinoceri. If any Harvard men are listening, <laughs> then one day we marched into a native village and found the man Grace Kelly was searching for. Oh, oh, here, here,
0: here, here. Dear man, you look for.
3: Uncle Jeffrey, is it really you? Oh,
0: that's right, my dear. I have stayed here all these years because I like it. This is the last remaining place in the world where a man can find real peace and quiet, contentment. The natives are untouched, unspoiled by civilization. This place will be a paradise forever. Poor man.
1: I didn't have the heart to tell him that his dream would soon be shattered. The next week, the freeway was coming through. (laughs) Well, we've come a long way, and we're tired. Get these guys to unpack our bags. Prepare some food. They're no help just stand there gaping at us. Uh, Easy now. These people are not used to harsh treatment. Come on, everybody. Get a move on. Get busy.
3: Careful. They have guns. Who
1: cares? They'll do as I say. No bunch of Congo villagers can scare me. What do you think I am, yellow? (laughs) You know, you can see all over from up here. (laughs)
0: Gossip is a mighty good thing when it's cooking hints that are traded between neighbors. And naturally, some of the most treasured recipes make the rounds in that very fashion. Take suggestions for frying chicken, for instance. One good cook tells another good cook that butter brown chicken is best. Add an extra bit of butter to each piece of chicken after it's browned and taste the difference. You see, butter brightens the flavor of every food it touches. Let it add that extra special elegance to your fried chicken. Now, butter is a better value than ever.
1: Oh, thanks for the memory of the Cerebral Palsy Campaign and their efforts to obtain the needed funds for the helpless ones. This drive we must sustain, and we thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, during the month of May, United Cerebral Palsy is conducting its annual drive to raise the funds necessary to continue its work of research and to maintain its treatment centers, clinics, and other facilities. Each year, almost 10,000 children are born with cerebral palsy. Thousands of GIs from World War II are paraplegic cases. And traffic accidents and brain injuries run the total of cerebral palsy cases up to over half a million. With long and expensive treatment, many of these cases can be cured. And in many, there is great improvement. But all this takes lots of money. However, no price is too great It will help these people to talk and laugh and work again. So please send as much as you can to Cerebral Palsy in care of your postmaster. Thank you very much. Good
0: night. Be sure to listen to The Bob Hope Show next week from Hollywood with our special guest, Merle Oberon. The Bob Hope Show, an NBC Radio Network production, was written by Norman Sullivan and Charles Lee, transcribed direct from Hollywood, California. This program is brought to you by the American Dairy Association, the nation's dairy farmers. Remember, butter brightens the flavor of every food it touches.